catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Wednesday morning. I'm Jake Reyes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. An Asian woman of color has found a way to serve up some fresh haircuts out of a truck in a parking lot in Gainesville, despite the challenges of kicking off a business in a pandemic. Sunfield started Sunfresh Style and is using her barber truck as a way to not only make money, but to build lasting friendships with her customers. I spoke with WUFT's Christina Pugalisi about how she found the story and its impact on the community. It's kind of a funny story. I would go to this one restaurant in town a lot, and I noticed in the parking lot there was this this structure of some kind. It looked like a truck, um, and I was like, well, what is that? And I kept driving by it, and I kept going to this restaurant, and eventually I was like, all right, we need to do some Google. You know, we need to do some research. And um, I found out it was a barber shop. And I was like, wow, this is so cool because this barber shop is run out of this parking lot. It's literally in like an old advertising truck with a big glass box. And I was like, well, who, you know, who runs this place? And I found online, it's this woman named Sun Fields. And she is the like sweetest person to talk to. Um, she was born in Korea and she moved here um, about six years ago from Colorado. And she's a barber. And so not only do you have this really unique, you know, truck that she's running out of, uh, running a business out of, running a barber shop out of, she's also not only a female barber, but a woman of color barber, which is just so unheard of. And, you know, for stories like that, I like human interest stories. I like stories about, you know, diversity and just interesting people. That's amazing. So what made Sun want to start a barber shop business over here? So... What got her into the barber business, she had moved here from overseas. She said she didn't say exactly where. And she wanted to learn English and she wanted to apply her English. So she told me she was a housewife for a few years, just kind of learning the language and whatnot. And then eventually she's like, well, I need to apply this in some way. So she started to teach herself how to cut hair. And eventually she went for the schooling. And she even told me that was her first formal education in the United States was this barber school. And, and she was telling me, you know, it was very intimidating being the only woman in this barber's class, only at that, the only woman of color. And so she's like, I felt very out of place at times, but the men in her class seemed to really support her and were helping her through it. And eventually, you know, she just fell in love with the industry and she got herself a, a chair at um, a barber shop. Did she ever mention the challenges of running a barbershop or even just getting into that business? She said rent was a big issue, and that's largely why she decided to go with, like, a truck. Because with rent, especially in Gainesville, we have a really bad affordable housing crisis. And that's a housing and a commercial crisis, honestly. And she was like, well, you know, what happens if this business fails? What am I going to do? I'm going to be down so much money. So she found this truck on Facebook Marketplace, and that was kind of how she overcame the rent challenge. But then the next challenge came where she was like, well, you know, she got kicked out of like three or four different parking lots before finally finding one where the owner was okay with her being there. And then the next challenge came of, well, you know, she was afraid that she was going to lose some customers. And she was afraid she didn't know how to get customers, especially because she she speaks English very well. But there is a little bit of a language barrier sometimes, and she was afraid people would, like, you know, discriminate against her. But eventually she contacted some of her old 
contacts and her old customers at the former barbershop. And she tackled that challenge by just asking them, you know, would you join me? And a lot of her customers did. And so she's got this like very loyal fan base. And she was saying um, even now how she kind of gets new customers. It's mainly word of mouth. So she kind of, she had a lot of challenges to opening the business, especially with the pandemic. You know, people weren't getting their hair cut for a while um, because of the fear of like taking off the mask. And she was able to tackle those challenges. What is something you took away from this story? There was one customer there who was an Asian woman and she was a business owner and she was opening her business up around the same time when Sun opened Sunfresh Dial. And she was saying it was so comforting and so nice to have an Asian female barber. And that's when it kind of hit me, like how important doing stories like this and people like Sun are where your your barber is kind of a staple in your life. I mean, I've known my hairdresser for 20 years and she's like a good friend to me. And she was saying, you know, the two of them, they exchange restaurant recommendations, you know, they drink boba tea together, they, you know, do whatever they want to do. They're friends more than they're a customer and barber relationship. And I just, I admired that so much that she felt like this, not only was this woman, you know, operating such a unique business, but she was such a unique individual in an industry where you don't see a lot of Asian women barbers. And so for you know, an Asian woman like like the customer, she was saying it was very comforting to be able to just go to Sun and know that she has a friend and a shoulder to lean on and somebody who understands her struggles and her issues a little bit better than somebody else would. That was WUFT's Christina Pugalisi about Sunfield's experience of being a woman of color in the barbershop industry and how financial concerns led her to starting a business out of a truck. For the full story, go to WUFT.org. Now, let's get into other top headlines. In Tuesday's State of the State address, Governor Ron DeSantis laid out a legislative agenda for the year on crime and immigration and ridiculed pandemic restrictions in other states as ineffective and anti-American. According to Fresh Stake Florida, DeSantis says his agenda includes paying bonuses for Florida law enforcement, freezes on public college and university tuition, strengthening anti-abortion laws and gun rights, and to raise K-12 teacher salaries to $47,000. A Key West bartender helped local police track down two men. They say vandalized a famous giant buoy at the southernmost point of the United States. Florida Keys News is reporting that the bartender said he recognized one of the people who was caught on camera setting fire to the landmark after serving the suspect three drinks on New Year's Eve and not receiving a tip from him. A Florida state senator is proposing incentives to lure more entertainment industry projects to the state. News Service of Florida reports that the proposal by Senator John Gruters would create the targeted high-wage production program, providing tax credits of up to $2 million for film, television, and digital media productions. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Jake Reyes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great day.